Now we have our uh, fourth Advent reading, so if we can have the Vaughns are going to lead us in that. Isaiah said that the Lord spoke to the king and said, Ask a sign of the Lord your God, that it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But when the king refused, God would not be stopped. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with a child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. God wants us to know even when we aren't sure ourselves. God wants us to experience God's presence even when we think we can handle life on our own. God sends us signs of God's presence with us. All we need to do is keep our eyes open and look. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. We light these candles, the candle of joyous hope, O proclaim peace of deep everlasting joy. Today a presence that speaks of love as a sign that no matter our circumstance, we know we are not alone. For a little bit of hope, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. A child prays for peace on earth, and she's calling out from a sea of hurt, oh come, oh come.
longs for a little bit of hope. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Echoes in my soul. I hear the music ring. And though the storms may come, I am holding on to the rock I cling. How can I keep from singing your
incarnate love divine starving angels gave the sign bow to babe on bended knee the savior of humanity unto us a child is born Shine forevermore. to invite up a group of um, our young folks that have some special music for us.
What was his mom's name? Angel. Angel? Owen. What was Jesus' mom's name? Mom. Mom? God. The power of God. Oh, yeah. The Holy Spirit. Cookies. A family? Teddy. Can you say that a little bit louder? A teddy? A manger? Mm hmm, a manger. A long, long time ago. One thousand years ago. A hundred years ago. One year. One year. What do you think, Paxton? One year. Thirty? Thirty? Nineteen first? Nineteen first? Okay. You think 1921st? Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know York. South American. South American? Yeah. Okay. This is a tricky one. Ella, you can help her out. For the second version of all the stuffed animals, my dog chews up, and I had the stuffed animal for as long as I could remember. Fighting robots. Fighting robots. Baby Jesus. It was the day Jesus was born. Yes. Because it's Jesus' birthday. birthday. Because it starts with Christ and. Um, it's when Jesus was born. I love it. What do you think, Paxton? Um, to get toys from God. To get toys from God. Yeah. Um, because Jesus was born that day, and he is, um, like, he's kind of God, but he's Jesus. It's hard to explain because it's bad. Why do we celebrate Christmas, Ella? Um, because it's Jesus' birthday. Because it's holidays. It's a holiday? Yeah. What else? A Santa comes. Santa comes? What do you think, Riley? I think 
It's what? Jesus' birthday on Christmas. Yeah. Because Jesus is born. Children's birthday parties are full of joy, happiness, excitement, hope, and lots and lots of sugar. Ask any kid about their last birthday and watch how the memory just shines across their face. I don't understand why adults celebrate getting old, but they can learn from kids how to throw a party. Seriously, have you been to an adult's birthday party? Boring. Guys, it's never okay to replace cake with a veggie tray, unless it's carrot cake. That's an approved veggie. Why are kids so enthusiastic while adults dread the day? I'd say it. I'd say because they forgot how to celebrate with joy, happiness, excitement, and hope. Think about Christmas for over 2,000 years. We've celebrated Jesus' birthday with joy, excitement, happiness, and hope. Why is that? Why has the celebration continued with just as much awe as there was on the day of his birth? It's not just a birthday, it's a deeper purpose being celebrated. For many, the hope that is deeply intertwined through the Christmas story is what we celebrate. Praising a savior that wants to celebrate every high and comfort in every low. Closely living with us, we celebrate like our inner child, knowing the hope inside us and sharing that hope through the Christmas story. What did I just say? This is clearly written by an adult. Stop complicating it. Let me show you how it's done. When it's dark, know in your heart, God is with you and I am too. Don't lose hope. There's a way to cope. And remember when you feel alone, this here, this is home. Now let's get cake. A long time ago, in the city of Nazareth, there was a woman named Mary. Mary was promised to marry a man named Joseph, who lived there too. One day, an angel from God came and talked to Mary. He told Mary, the unwed teenager, that she was going to have a baby. Mary, I have some big news, but don't be worried when you hear it. You're going to have a baby. He will be the Son of God, and you will name him Jesus. Mary looked at the angel and said, Oh, okay. And then the angel left. Bye-bye, angel. Now Joseph wasn't sure what to do when he heard that Mary was going to have a baby. So one night, while he was asleep, the angel came to talk to Joseph, too. The angel said, Joseph, Mary is going to have a baby. It's okay for you to marry her, take care of her, and the baby. You will name the baby Jesus, and he... 
for this is all a part of God's plan to rescue us. And Joseph said, Oh, okay. <laughs> so Mary and Joseph prepared to be married. Reverend Dr. Pastor T. Howland, also known as Pastor Tom, started with Dearly Beloved. No, 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 that's not how it happened. Anyway, Mary and Joseph got married. A while later, the emperor in Rome, Caesar Augustus, said that everyone had to go to their hometown to be counted. Everyone go to your own, ha own hometown so that I can count you. So Mary and Joseph went to the town of Bethlehem to be counted because Joseph was of the house and line of David, and Bethlehem was known as the city of David. Bethlehem is only about 70 miles from Nazareth, traveled by donkey while nine months pregnant. That's about the distance from here to the Niagara Falls. Mom, doesn't that sound fun? There were lots of other people traveling to Bethlehem, too. There were so many people, in fact, that there was no room left for Mary and Joseph in the inn. Joseph walked up to an Anna. To, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Joseph walked up to an inn and said, Hello, my wife is pregnant and about to give birth to our son. We are looking for a place to stay. Do you have room? The innkeeper said, I'm sorry, but there is no room in the inn. We do have a stable where we keep our animals. You are welcome to stay there. So Mary and Joseph stayed, to the to stayed in the stable. There were cows there. Moo. There were donkeys there. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. There were chickens there. There were sheep there. And Mary and Joseph stayed there too. While they were there, these two teenagers all alone among the animals, Mary gave birth to baby Jesus. Mary took him and wrapped him up warm and laid him in the manger, a humble birth for the Savior of the world. And then it's a song.
that night, there were some shepherds out in the fields watching over their flocks of sheep. And the angel came and talked to the shepherds. The shepherds were terribly afraid. They have never seen an angel before. And the angel said, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news. The Savior, which is Christ the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. You will find the baby wrapped in soft clothes, lying in a manger. All of a sudden, there were lots of angels saying, Glory, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, good will to men. Yeah. 
sleeping Oh, what a glorious night Oh, what a glorious Angels left. And when the angels had left, the shepherds went and found baby Jesus in the manger, just as they had been told. And when they found him, they worshipped him. Not far away in a place called Jerusalem, there lived an evil king named Herod. One day, after baby Jesus had been born, wise rulers came to Jerusalem looking for the newly born king of the Jews. They asked King Herod where he was. Where is he who is born, born king, king of, of the, the Jews? Jews? So King Herod asked his advisors. He said, where is this king of the Jews to be born? The king's advisors told King Herod that, the, that Jesus was to be born in Bethlehem. King Herod said to the wise rulers, Go and find him and let me know where he is so I can come worship him too. So the wise men went and found baby Jesus by following his star. And when they found him, they presented him with, with special gifts, and they worshipped him.
Come all ye faithful, see the love, see the grace that is born unto us tonight. Come all ye broken, see the love, see the hope that restores everything that's been lost. In the silence of the night, all the stars bow down, hear the angels sing, Hallelujah, Jesus Christ is born unto us this day. Hope has come to us tonight, death is drowned out by his light. Hope is here and he's alive, takes our pain and lifts our Come, all you weary, see the peace, see the joy that's been born unto us tonight. Come, sons and daughters, and rejoice in His love, for in His name the world will find its home. In the silence of the night, all the stars bow down, hear the angels sing. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ is born unto us this day. Hope has come to us tonight. Death is drowned out by His light. Hope is here and He's alive. Takes our pain and lifts our eyes. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Hope has come to us tonight. Death is drowned out by His light. Hope is here and He's alive, takes our pain and lifts our eyes. Hope has come to us tonight. 
is alive. Hope is here and he's alive. Takes our pain and lifts our But when King Herod, but King Herod didn't really want to worship baby Jesus. He wanted to harm him. The wise men were warned by God about this, so they went home another way. When King Herod found out he was tricked, he was really mad. Ugh! I'm really mad! He was determined to destroy this newborn king so... King Herod sent his soldiers to Bethlehem to find the baby Jesus. Go and find him and destroy him. But God warned Joseph in a dream to get out of there. Get out of there! And then Mary and Joseph left. And so Mary and Joseph and the little baby Jesus went to Egypt, and they stayed there until the evil King Herod died. King Herod died. After King Herod died, God told Joseph it was safe to come back because the people want, who wanted the child to be dead had now died. Hey, you can come back now. It's safe. Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus came back from Egypt, and they went to live in the town of Nazareth again, and that's where baby Jesus grew up. And so now you've heard it all. How, about how God sent his only son to be born as a baby so that later on he could rescue everyone from their sins. So what's our role? To go and make disciples of all nations. To tell everyone we know in the hope we have in Jesus.
Christmas is all about the good news of God's love. In the beginning of time, God created a perfect world. There was no sickness, sadness, meanness, or death. God also made people so we could enjoy his beautiful world and be close to him. Unfortunately, people decided they didn't really need God. They thought they would be better off without him. So they stopped trusting God, and they chose to obey him. Their sin messed up God's perfect world and ruined our friendship with God. Sin separated us from God, but thankfully God didn't want to be separated from us. That's why he sent his only son, Jesus, to make a way for us back into God's family. At the right time, Jesus showed up as a baby born in a major. He grew up, lived a perfect, sinful, sinless life, and then he died on the cross for all the wrong things we had done. On the third day, Jesus rose again, which broke the power of sin and death. Jesus' death and Resurrection made it possible for us to be close to God again. Since Jesus took the punishment that we deserve, nothing stands between us and God. Now, anybody can become a part of God's family, and that is the good news of Christmas. Have you accepted Jesus? If you would, you like to start following him? Pray this prayer. Dear God, I'm sorry for saying my own way and sinning against you. I deserve to die for my sins and be separated forever from you. But I believe your perfect son, Jesus, took the punishment for sin by dying on the cross. Then he rose from the dead, showing that he won the victory over sin and death. I now turn from my sin and trust Jesus as my Savior. I commit my life to you and ask you to save me and accept me into your family. I want to use the rest of my life to serve you instead of serving myself. Thank you for hearing. Amen.
So what more is there to say than what you have already heard? Can we, uh, real quickly, I want to thank our volunteers who I know have worked for weeks on this and the kids and families who are here to, to help with this. So let's thank them again. As always, Kaylee has done an amazing job, so we are thankful for her. In a world that seems increasingly hopeless, Jesus came to bring hope into this world, that you can have resurrection and new life, but also that you can have life today, life now. So as Bev read, if you don't know this Jesus that came to bring that hope into our lives, today is a perfect opportunity to make that commitment, to surrender your life to Christ. And if you're not sure what that looks like, there's plenty of us here that would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. Kaylee would love to talk to you. Andrew, Melody, Britta, any of us here on staff would love to spend a moment with you. But let me pray for you, and then we're going to send you out uh, today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you and praise you for our children today. Thank you that through this pageant, as they got to sing songs and learn their lines, they got to learn about you, Father. They got to learn about your son that you sent here to uh, a baby in a manger in the humblest of circumstances, Father. And we also know who that baby would become and that one day he would die on the cross for our sins. And I know that these children are learning that in our, in our children and our youth programs, Father. I thank you for the volunteers of this church who make this happen, who make all this stuff happen all year long, Father. But mostly I thank you that you are here with us, that we can sense your presence. And I pray that you would do a mighty work in each of us today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This week, may you find the hope that our children sang about and talked about, and may God do a mighty work in your life. Amen.